another installment of mind the gape and man oh man has a lot been happening here in this new year uh we know we missed last week uh jeep and i are now working girls we're working girls now and we get fit and we're all about wellness and some of us are intermittently breaking up with our boyfriends and we're just we're just there's a lot happening in the new year there's a lot happening in the new year and we're breaking up with them and getting back together we're a little messy true we're a little messy everybody's having a bit of a manic episode including the nurse um long story short uh I found myself getting dumped on New Year's Day only to have the nurse get back together with me three days later um I'll spare you all the details but in the interim of that I attempted to I I desired rather to salvage my trip the romantic trip to Miami that I had booked with my boyfriend and Jeep being a down ass bitch was like well we simply can't miss the $600 non-refundable omakase dinner that you've booked absolutely not absolutely not so we're going and then of course mere hours after making these plans buying tickets solidifying everything um the nurse uh calls me in a frantic state pleading to see me, not pleading, but basically arranging with the utmost urgency to see me. And within 20 minutes, we were happily back together. Um, are we hot and cold? I hope not. But with t- time will tell. Time will tell. And you know, want to know what? We made our way to Miami. All three of us. All three of us. <laughs> the perfect little thruple third wheel that I was. And we had a good time. It actually was super fun. We all went to the dinner together. Um, Jeep casually mistook my flirty parlance with my boyfriend for fighting. It's totally <laughs> fine. Um, we're making it work. Um, no, we had a great time. Uh, my Miami trip was predictable was a lot of intermittent crying fucking my boyfriend sending him up for those of you who don't know he's doing his winter in LA so we are in the short term long distance um but Jeep had a bit more of probably has some yeah definitely has some more interesting stories to tell from Miami so please I mean like I, I broke my sex break yay everybody applaud in your home I broke my sex break <laughs> Because Reese and the nurse convinced me to invite a man back. We did. We did do that. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, let's go. Like, I have the Airbnb to myself. Basically, we Reese and I had booked an Airbnb. Then they got back together. And then they were like, oh, we'll stay at a hotel while you have the bomb ass Airbnb to yourself. And like, Period. let's go. And then I was like, well, I might as well get fucked. Like, I might as well. I mean, it was just begging for it. This room had not... this. Uh, sweet rather had not one but two beds two beds and a lovely sectional sofa like so many fucking surfaces and, and a surfaces television that didn't work wait really the television didn't work at okay all. that's a little fucked up it was so annoying Good thing i gave that motherfucker a two-star review we'll spare you guys that aside but basically horrible airbnb host horrible, horrible. airbnb host but so i invite back this colombian guy over to the apartment the airbnb so hot I'm so excited like literally while I was going down on him I was like you know what like I'm into this like I'm I'm back at it I feel comfortable like let's let's spin the wheel baby like let's hop on this and so we're having sex for like maybe five minutes and we switch positions and like 
I kid you not, it's like barely messy. Barely. There's like a a hint of doo-doo on his cock. But like what kind of doo-doo? Is it the kind where there's just like, it's it's liquidy, so it's just kind of glossy and there's a sheen? Or are there flecks of poop? Or is it like a one chunk? Glossy kind of sheen. Great question. Yeah. Great question. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, blah, 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 blah. He's like, no, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. And I was like, we can just hop in the shower. And the shower's gag. The shower has a mirror in it. And it's sort of like a waterfall shower. It was so nice. So I get in the shower and then he's just like cleaning himself off in the sink. And then I get out and then he's like putting on his pants and like rushing out of the apartment, of the Airbnb. And I was just like, are you leaving? He's like, yeah, I'm just going to go. I just kind of got turned off by the whole experience. Like blah, 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 blah. He's like, Ugh. but I'll see you later in the week. And I was like, Ugh. okay. And then he leaves and immediately blocks me. Ugh. Okay. Here's my thing with that before I get into my little shitscapade from Miami, which is not that interesting, though a little perturbed. Um, it comes with the territory. Like, I just don't know what else to say. Occupational like, hazard, baby. Occupational hazard. And I'm like, listen, I commend men and women and anybody in between who takes a serious amount of time to deep clean their hole before getting it pummeled. And Which certain- I usually do. Right. But you can't every time. Like, you just literally can't. First of all, it's so impractical. Second, if you have a halfway decent diet, it's probably fine. Like, I don't know. I just think it's like... And, like, he kind of, like, rushed me. Like, literally, we were, like, walking back from dinner or wherever we were. And he was, like, I'm already at your hotel. And I'm just, like, oh, okay. So I had no time to, like, go and prepare or anything. And he even said, like, I'm sorry. I didn't give you any time to prepare. And I was, like, no, you didn't. But And now I'm rushing out the door. And now you're rushing out the door. And now it's my fault. Like, it was so bizarre. And so then I went to Walgreens, picked up an enema, nail polish, and the bottle of water. Stay hydrated. <laughs> the royal trifecta. And I invited over this, like, hunky French guy who had this beautiful restaurant. He, like, came over, like, dicked me down like nobody's business. We had amazing sex. And, like, we were talking in French, hanging out a little bit. And then he dipped. And it was so lovely and nice. How nice of the universe to just bestow upon you an instant rebound. An instant rebound. An instant second chance. An instant second chance. Because you know what? She knew you never really got the first. She knew I didn't get the first. And I was, like, really frustrated after that. And I left. Closing note on that, fuck that Colombian dude. Fuck him. Speaking shit stories that are less acceptable, in uh, the nurses in my hotel, um, we, because we mutually understand that shit literally happens when you're having gay sex, Mm -hmm. had a towel that we would use to clean up after sex, at least, like, the whatever the first time and then we just like threw it into the corner of the room like didn't bother um left the room a mess like went to the beach house cleaning ostensibly came and went i go into the bathroom wash my hands pull the supposed fresh towel off of the rail only to unfold it and find that it is still covered in my feces this so upsetting it's so upsetting like this fucking person literally saw that said no, <laughs> closed it on up and just put it back for me to deal with as if it's not their literal job to take it and put it elsewhere. I'm, uh, I'm speechless. I, honestly, it was so it's infuriating. more work and like more treacherous to literally like, like hold the towel and fold it back just, up and put it away. Hold it between two fingers and drop it in the hamper that I know you have outside. Like literally 
and never look at it again and never look at it again. Why the animosity? What, because they were fucking homophobic. That's definitely what it no, was. No, it's it literally has to be because there is no internal logic that comes to mind that explains that move. There's none. None. Like it was covered in poop. <clears throat> Hate. Hate. But you know what? I love that you're at a place with your partner where that can happen. Me too. You know, one thing I love about my partner is right from the get-go, he was kind of gross, which I really do mean that in earnest. I love that because, like, I have friends, predominantly heterosexual cis women, who, like, one of them is upstairs, will not, like, shit in their partner's house. Like, will not go to the bathroom in his house will wake up in the morning, go to the bodega to quote unquote, get her coffee. And then we'll literally like use the bodega bathroom. That's insane. Isn't that crazy? Okay. I'm sorry. Bodega bathroom. That sounds horrid. And her boyfriend has stacks. Like he has a nice bathroom. She's just so nervous about it's like, it's this whole psychology about poop and her and romance, like, and poop and romance, poop and romance. (laughs) (laughs) My next book. Yeah, I don't know. I just really appreciate he broke that boundary very early and it really is a way there is an intimacy to knowing I can walk into the bathroom while my boyfriend's taking a dump on the toilet and neither of us are particularly bothered. My partner, (laughs) I wouldn't say is like bothered, but definitely isn't at that level of comfort where he can just like shit in front of me where I obviously can. I actually, I've realized I kind of, need that I think there was I had a huge hurdle with my previous boyfriend where I was basically grosser than him and it really bothered him and it like sure like I was gross but also like I don't know it just always made me feel judged or like some sort of shame when I'm like pooping with the door open and I'm like you know what anyone else can make me feel that (laughs) not my partner please not your partner please not your partner Speaking of messy, though, how messy is, like, too messy? See, my boyfriend had a manic episode and dumped me for 72 hours, and that's close to too messy, though it was, in this instance, forgivable. At what point is it just, like, too messy? I mean, I would have personally, like, if my boyfriend were to have, like, a manic episode and break up with me and then beg me to come back, I would be like, no, I need some time to, like, think about this. Like, I need some time to reevaluate what's going on. Uh, whoops. <laughs> Whoopsies. Um, Just because I feel like part of that's a little disrespectful. I think it was disrespectful, 100%. And I think he also recognizes that. Um, but I also feel like there are certain constraints in our relationship right now with him going out of town that I sort of had to decide whether I was going to expedite that process and give it a chance now or basically just wait until his return in April to deal with it Mm -hmm. um and uh for better or worse I guess I always give people the benefit of the doubt and here we are and here we are in a relationship um I see pegging and flipping I see omakase I see everyone wants me to top them again. Who wrote these? You wrote everyone wants me to top them again. That's what you wrote. It is actually true. I'm topping a lot again. So basically like part of me breaking my sex break, I I should need to think of a nickname for him. Whatever. He's this like kind of scrawny, sporty guy who has a podcast, Jewish, like really dig him. We get along really well. My birthday party. We gave him a name. It was, um. Did we? We really did. We really did. 
whatever. The guy who I fucked in the stairwell at my birthday party. Period. So we were like texting one night and like I was staying in, he was staying in. I was like, do you want to come over and hang out? Like this is like, oh wait, hold on. I want to talk about something. Before I get into this, this is the same day. So I went to um, the So Equinox with my friend Griffin. Terrifying. Who I used to date. And he was the guy, I don't know if I talked about this in the pod, but like basically like, this is like before I was like out, out as trans, like he didn't really know. And like, he basically told me while I was naked in his bed that like he wasn't sexually attracted to me anymore. (laughs) Have I told you this? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't get old. (laughs) And I was like, just flabbergasted when he said that because he couldn't get hard because of the Xanax that he took. He also caught my pants on fire. Like, it's a whole long story. Wait, so was this before? Is, is, this isn't post-coital, is it? No, this is like, coital never happened. Okay, well. So then we always flirt with each other now. Like, it's always like kind of like here and there, what have you, blah, 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 blah. And so we're chill. We're good friends. I always invite him out. We go to the Equinox together. I'm looking like a boy, so I'm in the boys' locker room. I see Matt James from The Bachelor completely naked, and boy, is he tall. Um, Completely blew my mind. So we go back to his place, and we're chilling. We're hanging out. We're flirting like we usually do, and I am extremely horny. And I ask him, I was like, do you want a blowjob? And he's like, no, not right now. And then we talked about it, and then he was like, we're both like, okay, like, we're glad that we have that kind of friendship where we can talk about this openly and not have to worry about like being awkward or. I mean, don't take that for granted. Like I cannot think of somebody with whom I have that degree of candidness in my life right now. And but here's the thing. I asked oh, like no. two or three more times. No. Oh my God. I'm reading this book or I just finished this book called Gay Bar by Jeremy Lynn Atherton. Shout out to Texas who gifted me that book. We Love. are. Working on building a very meaningful friendship. Grateful for that. Love making friends with ex-lovers. Really working on that. Anyway, in this book, he talks about how, like, basically how young queer people want rules. Like, they want safe spaces and they want rules. And, like, he was talking about this one, like, bar in London that has this extremely protracted list of rules. And he was like, you'd lose me. He was like, you lose me at no leering. Like, he was like, I take two (laughs) shots and I'm like think I'm like looking at somebody really flirtatiously and they just think it's downright hostile (laughs) and it's like I read that and I was like fuck like I would be out way before that like I'd be out at the like repeatedly offering you like making like unwanted sexual advances like (laughs) like you put four or five drinks in me and like I'll hit on you three times I might not remember but like and it was it was I wouldn't say awkward but like I look think back on it and I cringe because like cringe yeah Probably, like, the second time I asked, he was like, hey, it's not off the table for the future, just, like, not right now. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. And then he was, like, on grinder. He's like, yeah, I'm not horny right now, but I might set something up for later. And I was like, I get that, like, blah, 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 blah. And, like, oh. we kept flirting with each other. And I kept being like, well, maybe now he wants it. And it just, it was just so... It wasn't awkward because, like I said, we talked about it and it was chill. But at the same time, like, I'm cringing at my own, what's the word I'm thinking of? Deplority? Is that a word? Depravity. Depravity. Thank you. Depravity. And, like, how... Look, sometimes you need to, like, you need to, like, guzzle some cock. You you know know what I mean? You know when you're so horny and you can't see straight? 
Yeah. That was where I was at. And I said that to him and he was like, bro, I totally get that. Like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, like you understand where I'm at and like why I'm like fiending for Sometimes cock. if I'm like stoned fiending for one o'clock, for one o'clock, Jesus Christ, fiending for cock at like one in the morning, it's like, I know I'm not leaving. Like deep down, I know I'm not leaving. Not I leaving. know I'm not getting laid. And yet I am sending a hundred different men pictures of my puckered little hole. <laughs> like- and they didn't ask for those. No, they didn't. But so then later in the evening, I probably like yanked it like three or four times that day because I was just so into it. Way and to so, employ yanked. Yanking yes, it. It's in. It's in. It's in. And so then I was like, I told my friend, the the guy that I fucked at the party that we're like friends, whatever. And I was like, hey, like down to come over and smoke, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, can I ask you a question that might be kind of weird or like probably not? And I was like, sure. And he just says, can weird. you top me? <laughs> and like, this guy is like so straight as camp. Like, it's so funny how like he's so into sports. He's so into beatboxing. He's like a journalist mate. Like he's a in grad school for journalism at NYU. He's hot. He's great. He's great. I want pics after this. That sounds hot. Also, um, nothing like a dude saying weird, but not that a femme person oh top. My God, wait, let me show you the picture I took of his post-fucked butthole with my nails. Oh my God. Is there cum on the butthole? No, because he wouldn't let me raw. And you know what? That's fair. Oh my God. Okay. First of all, incredible ass. Incredible ass. I want that kind of definition on my ass. For oh someone as scrawny and unathletic as he is, he has a great ass. Yeah, you really wouldn't know from here. And don't you love, like, the Although, like, to acrylics? be fair, everybody looks good from that angle. I know. I, like, posed him and everything. Because after we had... So we, like, flipped. I, like, topped him. He showed up to my apartment with a butt plug. And the butt plug was one of those, like, crystal gem butt plugs in the shape of a heart. Oh, you know I made a porn with one of those. I know. And it was hot. It's and the, hot. The guy fucked me so hard that, the, that my hole became so loose the plug wouldn't stay in. That's awful <laughs> so awful it felt great okay. i hate that speaking of maybe awful maybe great speaking of yanking it um speaking of under the sea under the semen bukkake how do we feel have you ever been in a bukkake either as one yanking it or being yanked upon no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, me neither. But I've always, no, I have. I was going to say I've always fantasized about it. I literally haven't. And I haven't like, either. And every time I think about it in, as a fantasy, it sounds hot, especially to be the person on whom everybody's coming. Like, mm-hmm. I get it, you know, star power, being the center of attention. Star power. Star power. Star power. But there has to, I'm sorry, like, there's no way that bukkakis aren't awkward. No way. There's a lot of waiting. A lot of waiting. And like, sure, you can be like, you know, making your rounds, like slurping up dick or whatever. But like, at the end, there's going to be like one or two guys who are just furiously beating it, not fully hard, not getting there. And desperate to get there. Desperate to get there because six other people are watching. It's like when we talked about, um, what's it called again? The cookie thing. The biscuit, oh, soggy biscuit. Oh, oh my god, what was that game called? Something biscuit. Soggy biscuit. Soggy biscuit. Soggy biscuit. Soggy fish stick with the female bukkake. I feel like 
it would be less awkward with women. Because, like, sisterhood, you know? sisterhood. Sisterhood. And because they're all so used to not coming. Exactly. Like, they're just like, yeah, sister, like, it's all about the journey, not the destination. It's all about the journey, and the journey is a beautiful bukake. And the <laughs> bukake leaves you under the sea, baby. We're underwater. We're under semen. Yeah, speaking of fish sticks, serving fish. Serving fish. What's it like to be fish? Tell me about when, like, your first experience serving fish. <laughs> you know, I really don't serve fish. No. Like, I really don't. I'm pretty trade. I don't sound it. Honestly, like, okay, I only serve fish over the phone. Literally yesterday, I had to call technical support for with for my fucking job to get my Office 365 set up. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the person on the other end of the phone was like, hi, ma'am, how may I help you? And you're like... Period. Period. You're I'm like, a woman Damn. today. I'm a woman today. I feel it. I feel it in my pussy. I feel the discharge in my panties right I'm, now. I do have some discharge in my panties right now. Damn right you do. <laughs> I literally do. Did you just get fucked before you, I came here? No, but I definitely have an STI and I'm getting treated tomorrow. I love how you always have an STI. I don't always have one. <laughs> it just happens a lot. It's close enough. But what does serving fish mean? <laughs> you tell us, Ms. Trans. So, <laughs> Ms. Tran. Um, <laughs> basically, like, serving fish is kind of when you're serving, like, feminine realness, when you're giving, like, woman, when you're giving, like, AFAB. Not AFAB. Yeah, AFAB. Which <laughs> A-cab, means... when you're giving A-cab. When you're giving A-cab. Which A-cab means... Is fish. Um, female assigned at birth. Thank you, sweetheart. And so... Um, I think the first time I was like giving you my full woman fantasy was at this femme masquerade ball in Bushwick that I went to with some friends. It was the first time I was feminine presenting. I had my first wig. I was in this tiny little white like shirt, this tiny little white skirt, this pink shirt and like my friend's sneakers that were like way too small for me. And it was the fantasy. I remember like dancing on the dance floor, moving my hair back and forth. And it just felt so right. And I looked insane. My <laughs> makeup was bad. There was lace still on my wig. And I was talking to these two drag queens who were looking me up and down like you, like this, this, this baby tranny is not it. No, not and it's like, that. It's so interesting. Cause like, I still consider myself like, like a baby trans. You know what I mean? I still consider myself in the baby end of the spectrum. Like mm-hmm. I just had my second round of laser today, which let me tell you laser on your face with photosensitive medication hurts like a bitch. Oh my God. And beauty is pain. It is the most, it is the truest cliche. Beauty is pain. The Russian lady who was doing my face laser was ruthless. <laughs> ruthless. But don't you want them to be? I kind of do because I want it to take and I want it to work. Yeah. Because I'm sick of this. Get in there, sweetheart. Got, Watch. Just get in let there. these tears roll down my hairless cheeks. My hairless cheeks, baby. But I also have a fabulous phone voice all my life that people would be like, ma'am. And I'm like, damn right. Damn right. Damn right, baby. You're listening to two real women. Two real women. <laughs> two AFAB women. And then I kind of want to talk about this because I think it's like, an interesting debate I saw once um, from this collective that a friend of mine has that they made this post about the term fish being potentially misogynistic. 
And it got an intense amount of backlash from like their trans followers being like, this is transphobic saying it's misogynistic and like how they were arguing. There's other words to say that you are giving like the full female fantasy, whatever. But like, I feel like I could see why it's misogynistic or like I could potentially see why because fish directly relates to the smell of woman's vagina. Like that's where it came from. And it came from the trans community and like the ballroom scene, mm-hmm. like from like mm-hmm. trans women of color, etc. And so like I get when like, you know, cis gay men are like, oh, my God, you're serving fish or like, do I look fish? Like I get that that's kind of like on thin ice. I get that too, but I think what spans like, say, men doing drag and transness with the word fish is like in both instances, one obviously infinitely more serious than the other, or more permanent rather, both. Um, there's a conscious understanding that gender is a performance. Yeah. And like the word fish is like, it's something you're striving for. It's like, you're using that word because you want the person who sees you to be convinced, so convinced of who you are that they can smell you, that they yeah. know you, you know, <laughs> that they know you in this way that you may or may not truly be. Totally. And like, for me, because it's aspirational and because it's built within a an, an understanding of gender as performative that cis women just don't experience cis straight women presumably don't experience at least nearly on not on nearly conscious level it's like gotta be fine it's gotta be fine i'm sorry i think it's fine i also think it's fine but like you know i'm up for the debate and i'm up for my mind to be changed but so far i haven't heard an argument that's really changed my right. mind i'll hear you out but i'm I'm a little, I think I'm, I'm pretty skeptical. Because I think there's a line that people are trying to like define, I guess, in this like, I hate to say this, but this like social justice kind of space where everyone's trying to make everyone happy and everyone's trying to like make new rules to police other people and to feel like they're on a higher ground. And I think this is another example of that. Sure. Another potential it, example of that. It just also, I don't know. I don't love it. I Especially just, because the people who were the people who were talking about it weren't who were saying it's misogynistic weren't trans. It, it, yeah, exactly. It's like where do you I just feel like if you're looking at a community of people who at every instance in their life have to be infinitely more conscious of their gender and the way they present in the world, mm-hmm. like the ways they decide to talk about that are probably to some degree outside of your ability to understand. You know what? That's fair. And And so like you should just have some humility and be like, maybe this bothers me, but maybe I just don't understand it. Like, yeah. Are there, are there women complaining about this who aren't TERFs? I would love who, if you are not a (laughs) TERF and you think the word fish is bad, slide into our DMs with your slimy little gills, bitch. Like, We'd love to hear that perspective. We would love to hear it. And you know what? We won't because it doesn't <laughs> exist. Speaking of gills. Speaking of gills. Speaking of serving fish. We're just fish. speaking of today. Mermaids. Mermaids. How do we feel about mermaids? I watched a pretty hot mermaid porn yesterday when we were talking about this. Yeah. Speaking of like holes and dirty, that girl's hole was squeaky clean for whatever reason. <laughs> she was in a full on mermaid tail that like totally unconvincing just gets rolled down 
Yet she doesn't even get fucked in her mermaid pussy. It's all up the ass. All up the ass, baby. Straight up the ass. And it was hot. She, like, shat the cum out, and it, like, dribbled down her labia, and it was really something. Do you think she had, like, a colonic beforehand? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. this shit looked perfect. Pristine. Like, absolutely perfect. Now, I find mermaids particularly cringe, personally, I hate the whole mermaid thing. I think it's dead unless we're talking about H2O. Oh my God. (laughs) Unless we're talking about that Australian kids show where the bitches eat. Okay. They do you remember that like each of the three girls had like a power? Yes. Like one could like move water. One could like freeze it and then one could heat it up. But could it, could it like, it didn't like boil, right? I don't remember. I just remember like that being the shittiest fucking power. Like that sucks that you got like the shit power. And the fact that like <laughs> whenever they got wet, they turned into mermaids. Love that. Oh my God. I, there was that iconic scene where she's just like in the bathtub. Yeah. The cloth of the bathtub with her like tail hanging out and like someone tries to come in and she's just like. <laughs> <laughs> um, mermaids are pretty cringe. Um, I'm not really, I do think it's interesting that there's like a real history of like people being attracted to mermaids. Yeah. I love this concept. I love that it goes back to fucking like Greek mythology and sirens and shit. Like I think you got to hand it to them for having some sort of allure, Mm -hmm. but I'm with you. Mermaids, they're out. Mermaids are out. And mermaids are out. Even the Mermaid Parade. Like, I'm not... Have, you know what the Mermaid Parade is, right? No. You haven't heard the Mermaid Parade? No. It's in Coney Island. Like, people, like, dress up as mermaids over the summer. It's in June. And they, like, parade down Coney Island on the boardwalk. Okay. Any mermaid parading is fundamentally unconvincing. And, like, after... One year after the Mermaid Parade, we met up with a bunch of friends. There's this, like, hidden party boat in Bushwick that you have to, like, go through this, like... um parking lot of coach buses Mm -hmm. and then you go through this like back gate that's if it's closed that means the party I mean the boat's closed if it's open that means the boat's open and then it's usually like it was like a $15 cover when we went I'm not entirely sure if it's open post-covid but it was the fucking after hours spot that's hot it was so hot and I could be wrong please correct me but I remember when I was there there were like three uh, three floors, open, not open bar, bar with like, they had like a special energy drink called like the elixir of life or something. And it was new with tequila. It was so hot. And I remember I was being, uh, coerced into a three way with these two witchy lesbian pirates. Okay. Do not tell me if your bartender at that party was a mermaid, you wouldn't think it was hot. See, they made it hot. Like, being on that party boat in Bushwick and, like, everybody was, like, giving looks. Everyone was hot. It was fun. My friend was puking off the side of the boat. Like, it was Serving a time. Serving literal fish. Serving literal fish. Like, that's not the kind of mermaid that I can get down with. But hold on. I actually want to talk about, we didn't write this down, but what about, what do we feel about pirates? I think pirates are really hot. Pirates are so hot. I think pirates are really, really hot. I think because I have a bunch of tattoos, I just need to start being a pirate at Halloween. A little gay pirate. So convincing. I think it'd be really convincing, and I think it's really interesting that there's a huge history of like queer pirates and like Jewish pirates. Yeah, no, I think 
pirates are cool because like they've always been like social outcasts like pirates were super fucking gay super fucking gay. blackbeard loved twinks is that true yeah i believe so no i believe so no i can't totally remember but you know what i do remember about blackbeard he used to put like basically like whatever the you know colonial equivalent of like smoke bombs were in his beard so that when he would come onto an island smoke would be billowing out of his beard that's sick pirates were so gag like pirates were camp pirates understood theater they literally did bring they back were camp oh my god pirates were camp pirates were so camp wow. and still are where's susan sontag with our fucking royalties like where's like what are the pirates of today doing now why aren't they giving us a story I mean, they are. They're just off the coast of Somalia, and they're not gay. They're not gay. <laughs> they are not gay anymore. That's so sad. It is sad. Wow, pirates have, like, lost their queer touch. We need to reclaim pirate culture. Yeah, I'm down. Did you read that article about dolphin rape? <laughs> nope. I didn't read it either. I did not read it. Um, If you have read the Atlantic piece on can dolphins rape people, clue us in. I'm inclined to say, yeah, like dolphins are strong. Dolphins are strong and they have massive cocks. They're literally just like a giant moving muscle. I hate it. I like it. I was like one of those kids whose parents like took him to the Bahamas and like pet dolphins and shit. Oh, I grew up poor. So (laughs) (laughs) I love that was like when I one time in college, a friend of mine was like, you've never been to a spa before. And I'm like, no, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Tentacle porn. I hate it. I, cause you know what? I sent you that video yesterday of this like twink fucking himself with a tentacle. And literally you were like, is he even enjoying himself? See, the only tentacle porn I've seen is like tentacle porn, like hentai. See, that I can get behind because it's fucking animated. Like, I'm like, don't you hate hentai? I do, but I can respect that, like, in that effort, you're really, like, cultivating a fantasy. It's Absolutely. not real. It's not real. It's not going to happen. You're getting your rocks off watching something totally outside the realm of possibility. Like, sure, go off. It's when it's, like, kind of real that it's just, I'm just, like, it's, like, the fucking mermaid porn. It was kitsch. It's, Mm -hmm. like, stop trying to make these fantasies work for you in your low-budget backyard pool fucking Jupiter, Florida moment. Like, it's not happening. I don't know. I love the fantasy. I think it's exciting. I remember my friend had a hot take about hentai. It was, like, hentai doesn't harm anyone because it's not real people whereas like the porn industry can be potential is harmful in a lot of instances totally accept and agree with that take um i'm really talking about people like who try to make it like irl who try to not who are not animating it who are like the fucking twink who's just like shoving giant silicone tentacles up his butt it's like insane just you just use a dildo remember prolapse is out prolapse is out okay but we do have to hand it to him because he could just tuck it right back in and i hate that (laughs) this kid had must he must do 200 kegels a day he must like literally the control the control of that that sloppy pussy we'll link it now sex 
underwater pool hot tub sex have it's you had bad. it it's all bad i've had both i believe only really with my first boyfriend mm-hmm. i can get behind like splashy bathtub sex oh like maybe you just like throw me over the bathtub and like you're railing me from behind or something i don't know it just it doesn't work for sex me. sex in water is awful it's awful and like as we were reading it's actually bad for you yeah huge increase in your risk of utis and infection generally water ironically dries you out mm-hmm. like you can't get fucked and it's also like there's not so much motion in the ocean. Like when I'm like, I can pound you a thousand miles an hour on my bed, not in the pool, not in the pool, baby. There's too much resistance. <laughs> I know if there's too much resistance in my stroke game can't be what you need it to be. Also, there's nothing I hate more than like eating ass or sucking dick in the shower because then I'm essentially just getting waterboarded while I'm being checked. Oh my God. Don't even get me fucking started on that. Shower sex is a little more respectable, especially like in the context of say me and my boyfriend, we've, gotten up before and showered before he had to like head to work Mm -hmm. and you know sometimes it's like you don't really have time for sex and a shower in the morning you kind of combine the two I can respect that and I can get off but usually I don't it's hard it's legitimately like difficult to have an orgasm the uh, last time I had shower sex I did it in my room my roommate and I have separate bathrooms and her shower is bigger and so I had sex in her shower with the Russian if you guys remember him um I will admit it was fun. If I had like a big ass shower, like huge. That's what I'm saying. Is shower sex better when you're rich? Because then you Obviously. have a bigger shower. No, because if I'm sorry, I'm in the rain shower. I'm living my moment. My partner steps into the like steamy, like fantasy of it all. Yeah. And like starts kissing me under the rain shower and then we, he like pushes me against the wall and we like slide to the corner and we're not even like under like the water anymore. You know what I mean? We're in a huge ass vacant part of the shower where like we can just hook up and he throws me on the ground and fucks me into the tile. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. And you know what? If you want to fuck me into the tile and waterboard me by like planting my face under the stream while my dry ass is getting pummeled, that's the kind of torture I live for. Like, Wow, you lost me. (laughs) You absolutely (laughs) lost me. Just screaming, choking on a heavy stream of water. Oh, God, that sounds awful. Turned out. (laughs) Love that. No, the real thing is the point of entry, the the point of penetration, Mm -hmm. if you are in the kind of shower situation where that can happen outside of the water, great. Then it's, there's hope. There's hope. There's hope. There's hole. There's hole. And we want to, like, wrap this up with boat sex. Gay cruises, <laughs> what's it like? I am truly disappointed to report that my partner, who, for better or worse, is a sex machine and a little bit basic, right, screams twink that gets gangbanged on a gay cruise. Does does he not? Absolutely. Exactly. Um, does not, ha- loathes the idea of a gay cruise. I mean, so do we. We do too. But I would like to believe (laughs) there is someone out there with whom I could go on a gay cruise and I could like see the light. You know what I mean? Because 
I don't believe it, but like the men who come off those things have had the best time of their lives. Oh like, yeah. They I was, have seen God. I was seeing, I was watching this TikTok of this gay comedian who was on this gay cruise working on the gay cruise and was just talking about all the cocks he was sucking and like how great the time he was having. And I'm like, I kind of want to try that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. Cause he's getting paid for it. Paid for it. True. That's true. the difference. It's like, I'm going to, hemorrhage you know those things are expensive so expensive hemorrhage money and also because it's like if you're gonna do that like you have to go all out you know what i mean you can't be in some like rinketing little cabin like you gotta get a fucking suite you gotta get a suite you gotta get the whole fucking nine yards you gotta get the fantasy you want people to come to your room and come on you right you want the orgies in your room in your Oh my God, who's hosting me? me? Like, that's hot. It's hot to host. Okay, but you know what else would be hard? And we really have to reckon with this? Yeah. Grinder does not work on a cruise, babe. Grinder does not. Oh my God. You have to now, meet. Now, that's the exciting part. Everyone IRL. You have to meet everyone IRL. That's, you know what? That's what I like most about it. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. straight cruises, you don't really have that. No. What's of the hookup not. culture on a straight cruise? On, like, a, a straight cruise, like a regular cruise? I don't know. The Titanic? The Titanic. <laughs> is that what the hookup culture is like? Basically, I'm sure any romance, that straight romance that precipitates on a cruise, results in the boat crashing, sinking, sinking. crashing, <laughs> crashing, then sinking. All right. Well, on that note, ladies, gents, and NBs, don't get on a cruise. Don't get on a cruise. Don't have sex in water. Maybe have shower sex. And we'll be back next week. Back next week. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.